Hey, this is Jay, and welcome back to the Zombies Ate My Poodle podcast, limited series podcast. I'm just doing every chapter of my book here, and uh, when I have finished chapter 31, then the podcast will be complete. In the last chapter, we found out that Zach was able to figure out how to bamboozle zombies, so he's got kind of a weapon to use to get away from uh, to get away from the zombie hordes. And in this chapter, we're going to find out that he actually meets somebody else. So, uh, so Zach and Jeffrey won't be by themselves uh, after this chapter, or maybe the next one. So let's get started with chapter six to the rescue. Three, two, one. Chapter six to the rescue. Two blocks later, the zombie pack was far behind, and Zach didn't see any close by. So he and Jeffrey ducked into the trees. Zach hadn't seen any zombies in the woods. Whether because they didn't like the woods or were just staying where there was more food, he didn't know. But in among the trees was where he felt the safest. Jeffrey sat in front of Zach with his tongue hanging out and whined his new whine. In his zombified mind, he and Zach had just been out having a fun run, not fleeing from brain-eating monsters. He had no idea he'd almost been the cause of turning his master into a zombie meal. Zack knew it wasn't his dog's fault and petted his head around the duct tape as he reached down and grabbed the leash, reeling in his pants. Untying the knot in the leash took Zack several minutes, and he realized no matter how it looked running from the zombies without pants, there was no way he would have gotten the leash untied quickly enough otherwise. As he pulled on his pants, Zack took stock of what he knew. Juggling confuses zombies, as long as they're close enough. Jeffrey's a zombie poodle, so he gets zapped too. Tying your dog to your belt loop is not a smooth move. He had no shoes and one sock, so he had to be careful where he stepped. And worst of all, the trail to his parents was lost. Zack heaved a sigh, dropped to the ground, and dug a protein bar out of the backpack. He broke off a piece for Jeffrey, and they both had some water from the canteen. It wasn't much of a lunch, but Zack wasn't really in the mood for anything. He sat and watched the birds flitting in the tops of the trees and wondered if they knew zombies were in town. Jeffrey was snoozing in a patch of sunlight that filtered through the trees when Zack jumped up and began to pace. Jeffrey didn't move, just opened his eyes and followed Zack back and forth. We can't go back to the house. Zombies are all over the place looking for people to eat. Zack decided to talk through the problems to see if he could figure out a new plan. Staying in the woods is probably our best bet. We can hide from the zombies and then sneak out and try to find where mom and dad have been taken. And Jeffrey, you can stay here when I sneak out. That way I can use the juggling trick when I need to. Jeffrey thumped his tail on the forest floor when he heard his name. Zack scanned the woods nearby and quickly found what he was looking for. A group of trees standing together with enough room in the middle for a little camp. It was dark enough among them that zombies wouldn't be able to see in, but open enough that nobody would be able to sneak up, just in case zombies did decide to enter the woods. Grabbing his pack and Jeffrey's leash, Zack ducked into the small grove and kicked aside some of the bigger sticks. The spongy ground felt pretty good on his bare foot, and he decided his new hideout would work out just right. Aye! The boy and Poodle both jerked their heads around when the scream split the air. It sounded like it was coming from one of the houses near the edge of the woods, and it sounded like a young kid screaming. Zack looped the end of Jeffrey's leash over a branch on one of the trees. Stay here, boy. I'll go see what's happening. Sneaking through the woods, his shoeless feet making him even more quiet than usual, Zack headed toward the sound of the scream and heard it again even louder. This time he could hear words being shouted. 
Get away! Help me, somebody! Breaking through the edge of the woods onto the street, Zack looked both ways for zombies and quickly crossed into an alley. Running up the alley, he could hear the yelling very clearly now, as well as the murmur of many voices saying, Brains! In the middle of the block, Zack found the source of the commotion, but a tall fence between the yard and alley kept him from seeing what was happening. Quickly pulling a garbage can next to the fence, he climbed up and peeked over the top. He saw a yard full of zombies, more than a dozen, and all gathered around the base of a tree. Barely above their grasping hands was the bottom of a treehouse. As Zack clung to the top of the fence, peeking over, he saw movement through the window of the treehouse, and a brown-haired girl about his own age appeared and yelled, Help! Somebody help us! The zombies beneath the tree milled about even faster, and the chant of brains grew louder. There were so many zombies that some were knocked to the ground and others just climbed on top of them, getting even closer to being able to grab the treehouse. Zack didn't know how long the girl had before the zombies were able to pull themselves up to the treehouse, but he knew he'd better figure out a plan right away. Alright, that is it for Chapter 6, To the Rescue. Now he's going to the rescue, he hasn't rescued anybody yet. Uh, hopefully that will happen in uh, in Chapter 7 in the next chapter. Remember, if you want to get a copy of Zombies Ate My Poodle, you don't have to wait for each episode. You can uh, get a copy for Kindle or on paperback over on Amazon. If you know somebody that you think would like this story, be sure and send them a link to uh, this podcast. They can listen to, to uh, every episode. And I thank you for listening, and I will see you next time right here.